Hello and welcome to the Wealth Reliance Podcast. My name is Dave Deal. This is the podcast for the side cash hustler. If you want insights, real life experience from people just like you on how they started creating side income, you are in the right place. Documented experiences of people creating a few hundred dollars to extra tens of thousands of dollars a month. Make sure to subscribe and review. This means more than you know. Also, feel free to check us out at selfreliantwealth.com. Before we jump into the episode, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Welcome back to the Wealth Reliance Podcast. This is Dave Deal. I am your host, and we're going to jump right back into part two of the interview with Mike McKnight. Please enjoy the episode. I love that, man. Okay, so let's talk more about this whole mindset of ultra running and being mentally tough from just a life standpoint. Like, how has that been able to help you, you know, being able to do these insane races? You're, you're in your job and you're in marketing. And I'm sure that applies to what you're doing in marketing, like strategies and techniques and just that mental toughness. But then also, how about just in life in general? How has that been able to benefit and help you learning those skills? I mean, it's definitely, you know, once you've accomplished something that you once thought was impossible and once, you know, there's still tons of people that, you know, when you tell them, yeah, I, I ran a 200 mile race last month, they you know, even though you just told them that they have a hard time believing that. So, you know, there's that aspect of what we define as impossible that, you know, you know, I, I once thought running my first ultra was impossible. And, you know, now I've done a few 200s, a few 100s. So like what I once thought was impossible is super possible. And so, you know, once you've been able to do something like that, you know, working long hours at work, um, you know, if you're struggling to pay the bills, if things are a little bit heavy, like you've had medical bills or, you know, whatever, whatever life throws at you, you know, it's easy, it's easier, it's not easy, but it's easier to sit back and think, okay, you know, if I'm doing these things with running that are really hard, and at the time it seems impossible, like, because there's times when you're in these races where you don't think you can finish, um, you're in pain, you're tired, you're just exhausted, you want to give up. Um, every single time you push through and get to the finish, it's 100% worth it. And it does come, the finish does come. It's easier in life when those hard times come to tell yourself there is going to be an end to this. Um, you know, this is just one of those low moments. If I put my head down, if I just keep working, if I keep believing, if I keep putting in the effort that I've been putting in my entire life for this moment, like there is going to be an end and it's always worth it. Like I, I, there's one race that I've done where it's called DNF where you you do not finish Um, out of the 50 plus races that I've done. There's one that I didn't finish. And I just remember I felt so down on myself for days. Um, I, couldn't believe I quit. I was a quitter. I gave up. And, you know, that feeling that I had in terms of racing, I never wanted to experience that again. And so I always have to remind myself of that feeling. And I am pretty sure I don't feel like there's a time in my life that I've like given up. Um, but I'm sure that if I ever do give up on something in my life, that the feeling would be pretty similar. Um, so just using that to work through it and and knowing that the end is going to come helps out a lot. 
What would you say has been, if you could classify it into one word, what would you say that word would be describing what you go through in a race? One word describing what you go through? Yeah. Of just the bad or the good, the bad, all no, of it? No, just all of it. Like if you, okay, maybe two words if you need to. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's kind of a hard question. <laughs> yeah. Um, the one word that, to describe it, um, I mean, two words, worth, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. There, I don't think there is a way to describe what you feel in one word because I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm not afraid to say it. There's been many times in these races that I've just broke down in the middle of the race and started crying and like doubting my hobby, doubting why I'm doing what I'm doing. Like, but then two minutes later, those are gone. I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling good again. So it's just the feelings that you feel in those races are just all over the place. It's really hard to categorize that into one word. How do you keep going? Like if you hit that wall and you start breaking down, like what keeps you going? Well, having my wife at the races to crew me and my son helps out a lot. Um, you know, especially, so two years ago, so those there's four 200s. Um, one of them is actually a new one, which is starting next month. Um, but when I did the two hundreds a year ago, I did all three of them. Um, and they're two months apart. And if you do all three of them, it's called the triple crown of two hundreds. And so I was going out to do that. And, you know, my wife committed to coming to these with me, with our kids, she lived in car, the car. And so knowing that she was sacrificing so much of her time of her sleep and, probably her sanity. I can't imagine living in a car for three days, with a six month year old baby. <laughs> so just knowing all the effort that she was putting in for me made it a lot easier to keep pushing through it. Um, there's a phrase that, you know, she did this, she did this once and now for every race she does this, but you know, she gets a marker and writes on my arm, just one step forward. So whenever I'm in a low spot, I just look down at my arm and I see that just one step forward. And, you know, instead of thinking a hundred more miles to go, if you just think just one step forward and just break it down a little bit, it's a lot easier to keep pushing through. Um, if you're focusing on how much further you have as a whole, it gets really hard to stay mentally motivated to keep going. No, that totally makes sense. And I'm sure Dude, I love that phrase, just one step forward. I mean, I, that really does apply to just every aspect of life. I mean, I love that you brought in too, you know, whether you're, you're in, you know, just mental toughness or you're in financial burden or whatever the case is, whatever situation you are. I mean, that's, I think that same line can apply, right? One step forward where all it takes is just that little ounce of faith, belief, you know, whatever you want to call it. But if you continue to take one step forward, one in front of the other, eventually you're going to receive that reward as you continue to go through that journey. And I mean, I think, you know, for you, it doesn't really, it's, it's a race by race, but when you cross that finish line, it's not the end, right? I mean, it's not, Hey, I did this race. That's it. That's over. It's done but it's like right back into preparation and training for the next one. Right. So it's this yeah. continuous journey in this continuous cycle where I feel like really your, your passion and your addiction is almost in the journey and just continuing to push forward more and seeing what limits you can break 
you know, mentally, is that accurate or walk mm-hmm. us through that, that a little bit more? Yeah. I mean, you know, especially for those two hundreds when they were two months apart, like, you know, for those first two, when I finished, I almost didn't feel relief because I knew I'd be doing it again in less than 30 days. So like it, you know, even though you hit the finish line, it's, it's nice to be able to know that you're going to go back to the hotel and pass out for as long as possible. And I mean, eat all the food that you can eat, like, you know, that there is an aspect where it's like, okay, this is nice, but, but yeah, it, it, it can be a little bit daunting based on your race schedule, how soon your next race is. Um, and I think it's important to realize too, um, and this is kind of going a different route with it, but like, you know, in the running world, in the ultra running world, there's something called overtraining syndrome. Um, and it's like, I mean, it's a legit thing where like these people will go out there and they'll do these high mileage weeks for a couple of years or doing a race almost every weekend. And then there's this something that happens where they burn out, um, like the way that some people who've experienced, like there's been articles on this, but like the way some people have experienced, the way some people describe it, that have experienced it is like, they just physically cannot run. Like they'll go out there and just like their legs won't lift up. They're mentally shot. And like, it puts them out for a couple of years. Um, and so it's important to find a balance with that because, you know, while you got to consistently train for your race, you also got to, pay attention to your body. You got to take it easier on some days. You got to take, I mean, after every race I do, I try to take four days to 12 days off, depending on how long it was. So it's important to not overdo it. And it's, you know, the same thing with life. Like, you know, I I see these people and I mean, it's good to put in hours at work. Like, you know, there's that 10,000 hours thing, but like, you know, you got to realize too, that if you're just going to do that every day for, the rest of your life, you are going to burn out. You're going to distance yourself from your family. And it's important to establish a balance and, and running in life and, and business. Do you have any hacks for that? So to speak, I mean, how do you, like, I'm sure your training schedule is insane and work and family. Like how do you keep your family as the priority? Number one, how do you keep your priorities lined up to where you're making sure each aspect gets the attention it needs? I mean, for me, it's important to set a schedule um, and to make sure I stick to it. So like in running um, every Friday, no matter how I'm feeling, um, I call it my easy Friday. Um, So instead of getting up at 530, I'll get up at 615, 620. I'll run a little bit slower, run a little bit shorter. Um, It's just nice knowing that every week I have that day to to mentally reset a little bit. I also take every Sunday off. It's important to have a day off, but I mean, so yeah, I I have a day that I know is going to be easy. Um, and no matter how tired I am too on all the other days. So this is for my family, um, because my family time is important. Um, I, you know, I have to get up at five 30 every day because if I choose to sleep in with them, you know, I'm going to wake up at the same time as them. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to come home. I'm going to go for a run. By the time I get back from my run, I bet you my son would be asleep. So if I didn't get up at 5.30 every day to go running, I would have no time after work to see my family. So, um, you know, obviously you have the hours that you got to spend at work, but, you know, I just have a schedule for each thing. And, you know, from 5.30 to 9.30 at night, that's the time for my family. And, you know, 
unless we agree to do something with other people or do an activity with other people. Like that's, that's my time with my family and you know, you got to stick to that. I love that, man. Cause really, you know, I mean, especially in the, the entrepreneur world, like schedules are so hard to stick to because you never know. And I'm sure you have this too. I mean, you have stuff that comes up and actually, you know what, that's a sidetrack comment. I'm going back to, and I think this is going to be the the picture of the post, the one that you posted the other day in the snow. Uh. <laughs> okay, so this is dude, this is like the end all be all. Forget the excuses. Forget the the uh, you know any excuse you have about sidetrack or elements or anything else. You go no matter what, rain or shine. Tell right. me about that that other that picture. Backstory of that picture. Yeah, so I put up a picture on my Facebook and Instagram, and you know, I it, it, I, I wasn't worrying. So I got, I went out for my five thirty run, and you know, I'm in Logan, Utah, so it's winter right now. It's not very warm. Um, so I walked out my door at five thirty, and it was single digits. It was probably, if I remember right, it was seven eight degrees. And so you know, I, I go for my run, and you know, I'm working out, so like I, I'm still sweating. Um, but, you know, I, I have a, a headband on. It's not a beanie. It's just a headband. So, you know, my hair's still sticking out. And I, ha- I, I have to wear prescription glasses. So I have, like, these running glasses. And, you know, I got back from my run, and the whole top part of my hair was frosted over from my sweat. Um, <laughs> my glasses were iced up. I couldn't see out of my glasses. I had frozen sweat all over my, my jacket. So uh, my, my body just looked iced over from the the cold running (laughs) (laughs) how how far was that run um that was 10 miles (laughs) like i there's there's no words or any excuse that can come i mean when you posted that picture dude i just i had to start laughing because i was like (laughs) literally that eliminates everything because if you're willing to go out and freeze your butt off for you know this this schedule and this routine that you stick to because in the big picture that's what needs to happen you know and I love that you brought your family like if you sleep in then you don't get to spend the time with your family and it throws the entire cycle off so you have a reason and a purpose to doing that but what about excuses man like it's so easy to make them how do you keep yourself from making them how do you catch yourself from making excuses um so I I mean I try not to make them in the first place um, but on the days that I do, so fortunately for me, and you know, I know a lot of people don't have this convenience, but I mean, I, I'm a terrible sleeper. Um, if something were like last night, our heater stopped working in the middle of the night. And so, you know, I, I got up at three to figure out what it was and I couldn't figure out what it was, but I couldn't go back to sleep just because my mind was turning. But like, you know, there's been times this winter where, you know, I go to bed, I look at the temperature the next morning, what it's supposed to be. And, you know, I, I end up not setting my alarm. I give in to that temptation, that excuse, but, you know, come four o'clock, like I roll over to see what time it is, four o'clock happens. And then immediately my head starts turning. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm not too tired right now. You know, if I set my alarm for five, then I'm sure I'll be fine running. So I just start thinking and thinking, I end up not falling asleep and, like, okay, well, I might as well get out and go run because I'm awake already. So fortunately for me, I'm just always thinking and I'm always wanting, like I'm always making sure that I'm not shortchanging myself. Um, 
I, I don't know if there's a perfect solution because we're, we're not perfect people. So, you know, I always think that there will be those days where you will give in to an excuse. Um, and I think it's in those times it's important to remember, like I was saying earlier that, and I said this in my post too, that, you know, a hundred percent of the time I've never regretted getting out the door and going for a run. Like I might regret it as I wake up and feel tired and get out of my sheets. But like, you know, 10 minutes later, once I'm out the door, I never have regretted um, making that decision. So I think it's important to remind yourself that you'll never regret making a decision, which helps you um, in any aspect. Dude, that's, that's, that is a profound answer. And I love, you know, the direction you took with that because you're right. I mean, you're never going to regret the things that you do, you know, when you stick to that schedule, but you are going to regret not doing it. So right. why not just do it in the first place and, and just bite the bullet and deal with it? Because if you just go take the action that you need and you just do whatever that difficult, challenging obstacle thing in your way is, if you just go out and you do it, chances are, the results are going to be so much greater because you did. Yeah, I agree. All right. So let's talk about this. I, I don't know about you, but I get this question a ton and it's how do you define success? You're asking me. <laughs> I'm asking you. You're asking me. <laughs> how do I personally define success? I mean, so I think it's important to set goals. Um, and I feel that achieving goals is a good indicator of success, but I also feel that, you know, even if you haven't achieved a goal, um, that doesn't mean you're not successful. Um, you know, there's a race that I did in September and I had a goal to do, you know, the race in under 20 hours and I did it in 22 hours. Um, so you could say I wasn't successful because I didn't achieve my goal. But, you know, going back to that race, I had stomach issues. I was throwing up every couple of hours. I couldn't hold any of my food down. I, I never get blisters, but I had blisters at this race for some reason. So my feet hurt. Um, and so there was a lot of reasons on paper um, for me to quit just because of how much pain my feet were in and how uncomfortable I was in my gut. Uh, but, you know, I worked through that. I worked through the low moments. I got to the finish line. I didn't get to the finish line in my time, but I got to the finish line. Um, so I look at that race and feel like I was successful at it, um, even though I did not achieve my goals. So I think one of the definitions of success is accomplishing something with work, accomplishing something with family, whatever it is, accomplishing something um, through adverse situations. Um, you know, whatever that may be, if you, if you keep being resilient, um, if you don't give up and you end up accomplishing, um, whatever that is, then you were successful. Um, even if it took longer than you wanted, even if it was a lot more painful than you wanted, but I don't know if that's what you were looking for. No, man, I think that's right on. And I think really what it comes down to, right, is everybody defines success differently. And I think at the end of the day, I mean, I love that you brought in like the goals and, you know, just working through like the bigger outcome. And one of the things that I like to talk about is how 
goals essentially are for lose losers right and it's milestones right because if you if you don't achieve a goal then you get down on yourself and why well, i didn't accomplish it so i'm going to send a new one and you're not even full-hearted into that so this idea and this concept of milestones where it's like look just hit benchmarks you know once you hit that you, you keep moving forward and you talked about that race and you know it took you 22 hours so you still accomplished a race that most people on paper would say to quit and not do it because oh i didn't feel good but you still accomplish the milestone of achieving that race and you can continue to work towards that 20 hour milestone on the next race or the next, you know, whatever it is. And you're continuing to push yourself and you're continuing to progress. And I think, I don't know about you, but being out, you know, in Toronto, that was one thing that I, I think one of the biggest lessons I took away was if I can just continue to progress and be a little bit better each day, then my life will be fulfilled and I will be able to enjoy it because I'm pushing myself to a new height and a new level. Yeah. So I think going off of what you and I were both just saying, I think a good just like set definition of success is never stopping. Um, You know, like if you're starting a business and I mean, even if you end up starting a business opposite of what you thought you were going to do, like, you know, I've never started a business, but like even if it ends up differently than what you imagined when you started, like if you got somewhere and you never stopped and that's successful, like if you ever reach a point where you sit on the couch and you, you know, go back to that moping thing where you're sitting there and just giving up on everything, then, you know, that's not successful in the moment. But, you know, if that person starts moving again and going towards something different, then, you know, they're on the track for success. So I think a good way just to sum that up is you're never stopping. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Wealth Reliance Podcast. This has been another amazing mini-series with Mike McKnight. Please tune in tomorrow for the final episode of this interview. Also, check out the selfreliantwealth.com website to learn more about who we are and what we do. Feel free to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Make sure to share it with those who may be able to gain some information and insight just like you have and make it a fantastic day. Also remember, infuse hope to those in need by teaching correct principles that lead to result-driven action. Thanks so much and make it a great day. Are you ready to learn how you can take your life and your business to the next level? Learn how you can create side income and have different assets pay for your life and your lifestyle? Tune in next week to the Wealth Reliance Podcast. This is Dave Deal signing out. Thank you so much and have a great week.